Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hi friends and welcome to Combin Podcast, podcast that helps small business owners and entrepreneurs all over the world build their online presence on social media and grow their brands. Here is your host Anne and I'm excited to be talking to Dennis Litley, also known as Chef Dennis. Chef Dennis is the food blogger behind Ask Chef Dennis as well as a chef, social media enthusiast and travel blogger. He had a passion for sharing restaurants style recipes and he enjoys figuring out how to get the most out of his new and existing blog content on social media. Welcome to the show, Dennis. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I'm thrilled to be here. Going international. Yeah, that's true. Tell me please about your area of expertise, so how you actually got started with your business. Well, my business started kind of accidentally. I My last job I took was a chef at an all-girls high school. And about four years into my stay at the school, I decided to start a culinary program. And because of the culinary program, I, this blogging thing was new back in 2009. Yeah. And uh, I heard about it. And I said, well, let me, let me start this. So I went to our IT department, and they helped me set up a blog. And it was for my students to go. Well, none of my students ever went there. It didn't work out as planned, but I started to get readers from all over the world, actually. Um, and then I joined a, a a group of bloggers that were worldwide called Food Buzz, and it kind of really brought me more ideas and, and took my, my business at that point out of just being like a, a novelty into a direction where it could actually be a business. Now, of course, it took years after that to really develop into what it is, but that was planted the seeds. And I could see that, you know, blogging was something that was, that looked like it was going to be around. You know, and then, then the work really started, but that's, that's kind of how I got started as a blogger. And how actively do you use social media now for like promoting your business? Oh, it's very important. Social media, I always tell people social media is the billboard. In the United States, we have billboards over all of our major highways promoting different things. And I says, social media is the billboard that promotes ideas, your business, excuse me, <clears throat> that promotes ideas in your business and things that you, you want to promote for other businesses that you're working with. So you post on social media and people see it. Now, maybe they don't comment, maybe they don't engage, but they see it. And it's those eyes on your posts that will that will cause a direction in their thinking. You know, again, it may not be the first time they see it. Maybe they see it the second time or the third time, but you're implanting ideas into someone via yeah. your posts on social media. And And the best thing about social media is it's free. Yeah, free of charge. Just yesterday, I saw a quote on Instagram or it was Pinterest. I don't remember. So it said that imagine you have 300 views on your Instagram stories and only five likes. So 
what is the moral of the story? People may not like you, but they still see you. So yes. this is actually the advantage of using social media marketing for so, uh, for small businesses. So what's the value of using social media for your business? Well, again, it gets my brand name out there, you know, Chef Dennis. Uh, I'm Ask Chef Dennis on all social media, and my blog is Ask Chef Dennis. So I'm a business entity and, and luckily, the way I'm branded with my name, it kind of works. So, you know, other companies that have their name as the business and their social media accounts, you know, it's very important to set your social media accounts up correctly. And a lot of people start using underscores and, and different things in their names and, and they make them too long or not obvious. And it's you have to remember people, their brain, the way that people's brains work they want it to be easy. Their minds need to, to grasp one single sentence or a short group of words that'll help them find you. So using social media as a small business, again, is, is the best tool you can get. And it's helped me grow my business through awareness. Now, again, like you said, people don't necessarily like it, but it's how many impressions or, or possible views um, could, you, could you get from something? I use Twitter a lot. And I had a tool that measured impressions, and I was getting 20 million impressions a week. Wow. <clears throat> right. Possible views on the, the, that people are seeing it. So that's, that's insane. So think of that in terms of promoting your business across other social media, and then you start adding that up. And, and that's a lot of possibility of people seeing your product. And again, we don't know how many of them. I mean, you can put codes in there and you can put offers in there to try and count how many people are coming. But in reality, you don't really know who's coming to your business, your blog, or wherever it is through social media. So it's that, again, you're not paying for it. It's the best form of advertisement yeah. you can have. It's, you know, I, I shouldn't say you're not paying for it because it is a very time consuming uh, thing to do, social media, to, to do it properly. I mean, a lot of people drop links and then that's it. They don't, they're never seen or yeah. heard from again. You're, you're wasting, I shouldn't say wasting your time because you're still going to get something from it, but you could get so much more. So you as a business, what platforms is your business represented on? Well, I am on Facebook, of course, because that is the beast that, uh, that that shares the most, although you have to learn how to play their games. Instagram. Instagram used to be my favorite uh, because I love sharing just day-to-day -day pictures. And then it became more of a, a business where you had to show more polished photographs. Yes. You know, it went from taking pictures with my phone to taking pictures with my camera, editing them, and then sharing them on the platform. So it took a little of the fun out of it. Uh, Twitter. Twitter was one of the earliest platforms I was on and I've left it and come back and I kind of found it as my happy place because it's more genuine when I post there. It's more what I'm saying and I can talk to people and people talk to me back and forth and it's not like real time, but I get more definite engagement there. And it also helped me travel blocking because it seemed the travel companies were really using Twitter a lot. Um, and then I'm also on Pinterest because you have to be there. Uh, and again, Pinterest used to be an amazing source of uh, traffic and they change, you know, they all change. Everybody decides that you need to pay for things, which, you know, I understand it's their business too. 
you know, they should get paid for some of the things they're doing. They just should make it easier. Like just charge me a monthly fee, you know, charge yeah. me $500 a month or whatever you want to charge me and just give me traffic. I'll pay for it. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'm on LinkedIn. It's just as a business. And I'm also on TikTok, but not very well. <laughs> it's it, when it started, I was not quite sure about it. I I always take my name. Every new social media that comes out, I take my name. It seemed like it wasn't heading in the direction I really wanted to go in. Just with what, a lot of things that I saw being shared, it seemed to have stabilized, and now it, it is being used a lot more. And again, and now it's in my old brain teaching it, <laughs> new, you know, the new things that are working. Uh, funniest thing was I was at a conference and there were two 20 year olds up at the conference and they're talking about it. And, they're, and in my experience, and I'm going to your experience, I have clothing older than both of you. you know, and, and then I thought, wait a minute, they were raised on social media. They really know what they're talking about because this is all they've known their entire life. So I started listening and learning. Uh, and, it's a new thing for me and I just have to start shooting more video right now. I have people that shoot video for me. So I need to get back to doing some of that myself. Yeah. Video marketing is flourishing right now. So yeah, it's oh. necessary to include videos to your oh, yeah. social media strategy. Yeah. Especially oh. with, re with reels on Instagram yeah. and, and, and the different things, everybody's coming up with stuff. So you are presented on several social media networks. Do you post, uh, let me ask in another way. Is it kind of differ from one platform to another or you post one and the same content everywhere? It depends. Usually I, I try to post the same basic content. I just will rewrite it. Uh, honestly, with Facebook and Instagram, a lot of times it's a copy and paste kind of a thing. But on Twitter, it's got to be shorter. So I try to deliver a different kind of message. I use different images for for different platforms depending upon what i think will fit the platform the best and um, pinterest you know you just you build pins for that uh, and again i have a company that helps me with that now too uh, but it's just the same basic message should be kind of in in the middle of it if you're using if you're using one target area, like if I'm doing a post like this morning, I posted an individual strawberry shortcake. So it's going to be kind of the same across the platforms just because that's the idea. But you don't always want to have it be word for word the same if you can avoid it. Some yeah. of us get we get lazy and we do do that, which it's still going to work. But you might have the same reader on different platforms. So you want to en engage them a little bit differently. Yeah, absolutely. And what's your following on social media? Uh, I have combined a little bit over a million on social. I used to have Google Plus was the main platform I used when I started because it was an even playing field. And I had over a million on Google Plus before they shut it off. So That's a great number. My congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So uh, you have a very great number of following. So how do you convert them into customers or your clients? That That is the, the million-dollar question, conversion. <laughs> and sometimes I think that as a blogger or as a, and a previously as a chef, I'm not maybe geared for that specifically. And right now what I, what I try to convert them to are readers. You know, if, if I was a business selling a product, I would definitely hire a company to do that because I, I don't think that's in a lot of people's wheelhouses. They, 
they understand what they need to do, but they don't necessarily understand how to get the, those steps aligned to get from point A to point B where you're converting. For me, converting readers uh, or to followers or to subscribers, I, I have eBooks that I give away. It's a lead magnet. So I, I offer something in return for allowing me to come into their inbox because, you know, once you get a, I think subscribing for a blogger uh, or even to get your message out as a small business, because that's a powerful tool. When people let you into their inbox, they're, they're actually giving you something personal and you need to take really good advantage, but be careful about how you do it. You can't overwhelm them. You can't bombard them. You can't uh, just be at all about, just you. It's got to be what What can I do for you kind of a philosophy. Like when I send recipes, it's like these are the ones I picked or these are the new ones, but this is something I'm giving you. These are ideas I'm giving you. So that's the same kind of philosophy you need to follow. So using social media to convert by some means, by giving them something or some kind of an offer or or it, it's, it's win-win. If it's a win-win, it's good for both yeah. of you. If it's not there's either you're getting the short end or they're getting the short end. It's not going to be sustainable. So it's got to be something that, that makes, makes it good for both people. And again, engaging, finding, I have someone who writes my emails and she's very good at writing in my voice. Every now and then I'll tweak it and say, no, I'd rather have it be this, but to engage the readers saying, yeah, it's, you know, she wrote, it's getting really hot in Florida. Now she knows it. she's in Philadelphia, but she knows how hot we're getting. And, um, different things that kind of let the readers know that I'm, I'm here with you. I'm, I'm part, you know, I'm doing this together. So we're, we're in this together. We're being social, you know, and again, social media, social, a lot of people forget to be social. Yeah, you're right. So you said that if you were a business selling something on social media, you would hire an agency and in general, what you think? So should business owners like stay away from all these social media things? I mean, doing these social media things, should they hire an agency, a special person and stop wasting their time on something that they actually should at first learn how to do this and only after that test the strategy and get some results? Should they like mind their business and actually be good at what they're already doing? Well, that is very important and it's exactly the, the correct line of thinking because how I started hiring companies, like I hired somebody to do Pinterest right away because I did not like Pinterest. Your time is better spent doing the things that you're really good at or that are going to give you the best results, make you money. Like me writing blog posts and taking pictures is where my money is. So me spending time across all the social platforms by myself doesn't make sense. I'm waste either I'm going to burn myself out. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to not get enough sleep. I'm going to, and I'm going to end up hating what I do or, or it's not going to get done properly. So I, I think at that point, hiring a company that it is their business. And again, it's not always the easiest thing to do because we tend to gravitate towards the less expensive option. Yeah. And, and the old saying is you get what you pay for. Okay, so if you hire a company that's going to say, oh, I'll do it for half of what this other company is going to do it for, well, you may actually get less than half the results. So you have to be wise about how you spend your money and how you find a company that do it. It's always good on like on a trial basis. 
and, and to align your objectives. The company you hire really won't know what you want unless you tell them what you want and, and you get to that point together. But I think that's that's sometime for a small business is probably the best investment, especially these days, the best investment they can make uh, in their business. Because you can't rely on word of mouth anymore. That's used to be how we all did business. Now it's social media. It's, it's your presence, uh, how you find things. If you're selling something across the across the world or you're selling something locally you need a company that can help you focus on that area and get you some results is it hard to find a person or a company that like you said speaks in your voice oh yes yeah and, and it's, and it's going to be trial and error so you, you can't get discouraged sometimes the best thing to do i always tell people your competitor can end up being your best friend If yeah. you give them an opportunity, you're not stealing each other's business. All right. There may be a little bit of an overlap, but honestly, there's so much business out there that there's, a, there's plenty for everyone. And actually, your competitor, you can bounce ideas off of. You can share resources. You end up growing both your businesses rather than you know both of you struggling. So I always tell people, look for someone in the business that you can make a friend with that does what you do and you have an extra resource. Maybe you bring another person in and all of a sudden you've got a group that together everyone's getting stronger and everyone's getting better. You know, they say a rising tide raises all boats. Okay. And that's basically what it is. So you can't be afraid, you know, that someone's going to steal your business or steal your thunder. When I first started blogging, that was the whole thing. No one, would tell you anything. And that's kind of how I became Ask Chef Dennis. I would share everything I'd learned. And, you know, someone finally says, you know, you need to be Ask Chef Dennis because <laughs> everybody comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very great points. Thank you so much, Dennis. So how can my audience learn more about you and what you have to offer? Well, my blog is askchefdennis.com. And if you're, don't come hungry, but if you're looking for good... <laughs> For good recipes uh, to make, or if you want just some ideas, and you know you don't have to follow the recipe, but say you just want to. I I like to look at pictures a lot, so I'll look at it through cookbooks and magazines, and then I make it at home, just my own mind. But uh, you know, if you want some ideas or some easy recipes, my blog is a great place, and across all social media, I'm Ash Chef Dennis, so it's pretty easy. Thank you so much for the conversation. It was very energetic and powerful. I have one last question for you today. So what message would you like to leave my listeners with? Or maybe you have a motto that helps you come through life difficulties. Well, when I was in high school many, many, many years ago, uh, one of my coaches gave me a little poem. And the very first few lines were or something that I've tried to live by. And it was, if you think you were beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. And that's basically how you need to live. If you don't try, you're going to fail 100% of the time. So, you know, don't be afraid to try things for your business. Don't be afraid to try things at home for your life. Be a little more adventurous. Try something. And if it doesn't work, well, you write that off or you try it again or you try something new. So, uh Give, give, give life, grab as much life as you can and just enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you so much for the conversation. You're very welcome. And thank you for having me on today. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. 
Instagram promotion is easy. Comben.com